Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I am Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check us out on our website at arcadiacognorati.com or by following us on Facebook at HBPRA. Please help support the show by checking out our Patreon site, where for just a few dollars, you can have access to all kinds of episode extras, videos, and short tutorials that are updated weekly. Just click the link in the episode details that says support the show, and it will take you directly to that site. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. On today's episode, Greg and I are talking about people who take quantum leaps of logic when trying to find an explanation for something. We discuss how things like forced perspective, logical fallacies, and corrupt file folders can lead people to believe things that are absurd. In reality, the truth is often stranger than fiction. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. The, the great thing is uh, uh, Greta Thunberg is, is spinning at the playground this morning just for you bringing that up because it's it, to, to me it it's ridiculous but I understand the logic behind it. Okay, of uh, of why of people, flat earthers. Yeah, you want to get into that? Yeah, I mean, I, I like your. You clearly like that. The two story, no, top. but your your sto- stories that you just brought up on the dichotomous news stories. Yep, you, that's exactly. And then what they do is they go, well, what. Which one did people click on more? Okay, they clicked on the he is guilty one or he did yes. do it. Then let's just start so, running more stories about that. You, you see what I'm but, saying? But there's no <laughs> logic behind that. No, 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 so no, let no, me no. start. Let me start with this. And anybody out there that wants to invest in Arcadia, uh, please contact Brian. Because every first of all, there's, there's a female on LinkedIn that's got really good advice every once in a while. And, and I'm not going to say her name because I'll butcher it. And I want to make sure I get it right for a future broadcast. Oh, and by the way, uh, 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 Size Sperling Hair Club for Men died. Uh, so get out of here. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Icon, cultural icon. Everybody knows him. Everyone and, knows that uh, because he's he wasn't. He's, Mar- he's, Martin Woolley, sell the stock. He's. Uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, well, he's not, just, he wasn't just the owner. He was also a client. That was and he was a wonderful guy, too. Yeah, he was, was a, a fun guy. guy to be yeah, around. I liked his commercials. So, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to be in that pool. Uh, <laughs> you never had to clean that pool. There was no filter hair full of, you know what I'm saying? No, not even leaves. No, this female, this female on LinkedIn has this good, simple advice. And I'm scrolling through just looking for stuff that has to do with what we do, you know? And all of a sudden it comes up and it says, uh, the first one was like a week ago. And it said like, uh, do you berate your coworkers? And, you know, is it a give and take or is it all transmit? And I go, holy crap. Yeah. It's me. It so I wrote you. down and I wrote Brian and some guy from Pakistan goes, who's Brian? Because I was like apologizing oh, to you like because that. I, I'm thinking like that oh, everybody God. reads it, you know, cause I'm not that bright. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, this week it was another one and it was like, uh, do you ask the opinion of somebody or are you dictate, you know, dictatorial style or something? And I go, Oh, here, we're back to Brian again. So the funny thing is that, that I think, uh, about the internet being different, like it's this, uh, like it has this, uh, uh, socially, uh, social conscious that it can read other things and put things together, which is so far from the truth. Do you understand well, what I'm saying? Well, that, it's just an algorithm. It's just a mathematical yeah, yeah. formula, right? So, so that, well, that's the point of it, right? So it is a mathematical formula. So it's not as it's, it's much more rigid than actual human thought and behavior, but it's getting, sure, right. Certainly. So that's what they're trying to do. But that's the point behind it is like, Oh, you interacted with this. Let me show you that. 
because okay, so, based so on what everyone I... else is doing is where where usually with us it's weird because that's why like you, if you watch my you pull up my Netflix feed what it recommends yep. it's all over the place because like Precisely. I want to beat the algorithm like I I picture the algorithm as a person go Jesus man like did you see this guy he is all what do we what do we send him I don't know like because his stuff is everywhere. <laughs> exactly but now listen imagine mine okay because you know me yeah. you've known oh, me yeah. for a good long time so uh, for yesterday's instructor development that I pushed out. I could not remember who was murdered in June in Germany that was part of Merkel's progressive party and that was a neo-Nazi ultra ultra right-wing faction uh, and and sympathizers. So can you imagine that, first of all, if I ever look like uh, for Shelly, you know, uh, getting a pair of socks for her birthday, okay, the next thing is, hey, socks near you in Gunnison, Colorado, socks for sale. You know how your computer uh, search engine if you're on the internet, it's coming up with all of those. Well, because I did neo-Nazis yeah. in Gunnison. Hey, yeah. the black, you know, the, the uh, black uh, uh, Panther movement near you. So I can imagine the vans circling around Denver, waiting for somebody to land. Go, yeah, we're headed to Gunnison now, sir. Uh, because there's no rhyme or reason to it, and I do it simply for research. Well, but that I yeah, don't think an algorithm can catch up to that. Do you? Um, I, I mean, that stuff is kind of there. That's it's just an ongoing process. All all that sure. stuff is a complete ongoing process of how things work and where it leads you to. And now they're trying to in affect that so that it doesn't keep showing you the same yeah. stuff because that's where people do like oh the because oh, w- since we're getting into flat earthers today uh yep. where you go down that that self-radicalization like on youtube it's like you watch someone who's way out there on far right or far left and then you watch that and it'll you know recommend other videos or articles in that that go along with that or that other people who watch that video also watch so you can Even go down a rabbit hole you can literally yeah, go down exactly a rabbit right. hole so, so when I was telling you about the, the investors, my, my thing is this, uh, I believe, and I think that you and I could do a study on this, and it, and it goes along with the topic of being online and searching for different stuff. When you get news, the way news is, is broadcast today, whether it's on a television, on a Hulu, a Yulu, or whatever the hell you do, or on an article, I would make the proposition, I would challenge everybody that your heart and your uh, uh, physiology change the same way that when you watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So when it's Absolutely. bad news, the way that, they yeah. fruit, that they've learned, uh, just like from advertising, to get you to get that emotional. I'm a little oh, bit. That's, that's, oh, my gosh. And, you know, they're even saying stuff like, look at your screen. Look at what's happening right now. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't think it's fair, uh, but I think humans need to know that. I think that, well, that that's you the, tune in, you need to know that you're going to go through physiological changes. Yes, and you can continue those physiological changes, right? So that if you're constantly searching for that, you're going to constantly find it. It's just like any, but yes. that happens to researchers, right? Hey, if I constantly try to look for things that reinforce my hypothesis or my theory, what am I going to find? I'm only going to find things yes, that reinforce yes. it. I'm never going to look at at the opposite or, or what what it couldn't be or what I'm missing. But that's uh that so but but that you know we we have to uh, make it theatrical, make it exciting for to yep. get those viewers. And, and the news started doing that a long time ago with I mean, everything no, certainly, breaking certainly, news. But right? now it's even worse because well, it's got a phone as a yeah, journalist. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's the thing is that you're not going to believe this. Oh my God! It's you're not you 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 got you're going to want to stick around to this next segment because you're not that's not delivering the news. Hey, no, that's clickbait. So today, you, you know that's what why I'm I used to love right. listen. I used to. Uh, uh, I mean, I was a, a kid and like, you know, getting a ride to uh, high school to the first high school I went to, uh, that didn't work out for me. Uh, but, but they would, I'm just, uh, I'm the, just the uh, amazed that you know that there is a high school. The neighbor would listen, listen, yeah. listen to like the news on, on NPR and, you know, they would deliver that flat line today, you know, uh, 
bus rolls over and kills 37 children in Lahore, Pakistan. And you're like, oh my God, that's like, that's terrible. But they just deliver it in that monotone. Like, yep. So, yep. so it lets you react to whatever the situation is. It Precisely. lets you decide what your emotional register is going to be versus just forcing you it. But this goes into uh, another, you know, we talked a little bit there about confirmation bias, but yes. so this is this is flat earthers, right? So one of the top ranked Google searches of, you know, I was looking at, if anyone's listening, I'd go on to Google Trends. You can find out all kinds of cool stuff about what people in the U.S. or the whole world are Googling and where it a ranks. A place I will never go. Yeah. <laughs> so it. so it's, it's, but you can put in all these different parameters and use the data and make it little charts out of them. It's really, really cool stuff. But uh, what you find on there, so one of the things I wrote was like, uh, you know, why do people, and then you just see what comes up, right? That's funny. And one of the top ones was, or, you know, why do people think the earth is flat? Uh, right. So, so that was a very high rank Google search, right? Over in this trending over the last few years or whatever it is. So it took me back to immediately this, I know the answer. Well, a general idea about the answer is, you know, is this Netflix did a documentary about these flat earthers. And all you need to do, I forget the name of it. I got to figure it out. I got to remember to look it up again. You just got to watch the first seven minutes because the interview and talk to the whole documentary. I'm looking that up now, is, just is, so you know. Is, is, about, is about this guy who's like the head guy in the flat earth movement, right? He's like their guy. And, you know, the, it's hilarious because they're having a conversation and he's going, well, you know, how did you stumble on this or what did you come across or what made you get into this? And he goes, well, I was looking into a number of things. I was uh, uh, looking into some of the conspiracies at Area 51, the JFK assassinate. And he went down like every possible conspiracy. And you're like, yep. Okay, that's all you need to know about that. That's all you need to know about this guy. He was looking for a conspiracy to believe in. He wanted to go something exactly. that was on the fringe, and then what he did found he find? it, and right. then he ran with it. And it was just hilarious. That's all you need. You need the first seven minutes of the documentary, and now you get it because that's that's human behavior. So, so I would ask you, Greg, is why yeah. why do why do people think the Earth is flat? Okay, and, so can I tell? A, can I tell you a loaded this. question though? It is a loaded question. And Marin, I'm used to it. I'm, I'm used to saying, hey, podcast today to talk about the uh, school bus safety in Irvine, yeah. California. And I tune in and get this shit. Yeah, so, But it's great. Okay. So here, let me tell you a story. Can I tell a story about teacher? Please, so, oh, please do. So uh, 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 teacher, call sign teacher. Uh, we get on a plane and we got to fly to uh, a place in New Mexico. Then we got to pick up a, a sled and drive for hours through the night to another place in New Mexico. So we do this training gig for these people that are going yeah. elsewhere. And then on the way back, about, yeah, right. you know, you know exactly where it yeah. is, but you know, the people that know, know. And so on the way back, we are driving and we're both that tired because there was a, you know, embed and we were exhausted. So we're both coming back and teach looks and goes, Hey, we're right next to that, uh, area 51, that museum, all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like Roswell, a, drive yeah. Roswell yeah, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And I go, what's Roswell? Like, cause I'm yeah. the village idiot, but I get the most death threats, folks. Listen up. <laughs> I get the most death threats when I say there is no Bigfoot and that there yeah. are no UFOs. There are people that people are willing to kill me. Sometimes it's the hat. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I get, I go teach. It's like six 30 in the morning. So we go to a place across the street. That's the alien Inn or, or something coffee house. We wait till the place opens and we go over and there's a doctor there, a no, no crap doctor. And he goes, hey, welcome. Uh, what's, what are your interests? And I'm like, hey, you're already asking too many questions. You get what I'm saying? I'm paying my $9 to see this crappy museum. First of all, folks, it's an amazing museum. Uh, uh, second of all, the little town was wonderful and the people are great. So we go through and it takes us, I, I'm guessing, Brian, two and a half hours to get through the entire museum. And they're showing uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy used to do a, a series called In Search Of. And my thing from even being a little kid was, 
if you're asking questions to your audience, that's the problem. So they go, could this be the lost, you know, whatever like that? And then the next thing is, could this be a piece of the fabric from the actual ship? That Listen, then, if you know, <laughs> you're not asking me a bunch of questions. You exactly. get what I'm trying to say? And so this is the entire thing. And they've got a library and they got pictures and they got the boot that the guy wore. They found the weather balloon, right? All of that stuff to the very end. And the last thing before you exit is this thing on our uh, aliens among us. And if they are, what they look like, and there was this graph that showed uh, from the big-headed aliens to the, the you know, the, uh, what, what is that one, uh, uh, abductions of the third kind or whatever aliens, all the way to alligator people aliens that are yeah. seen in Florida, and then the Bigfoot. So Bigfoot, they made the ipso facto, if then, uh, Bigfoot is an alien, right? So I'm thinking about $6 million man. When I was growing up, there was an episode where Bigfoot was a, 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 a robot that helped do, 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 do the $6 million man. For all our listeners that are over like 90, you'll get that. Uh, but the idea was that the very last thing it says, hey, uh, this film was a fake. Uh, this was a piece of mylar from a weather balloon. This And this is a, a plaque that's eye level on the door as you hit the exit to go out. Everything that you just spent the last two and a half hours seeing has been explained by science. But it's the smallest part of the entire thing. And by the time you get there, I was buying the Wookiee hat. Do you understand yeah, what I'm trying to but, say? I bought the gosh damn coffee mug that looked like a flying saucer. When we can't explain things, what we want to do is we want to look for an explanation. Uh, uh, so, uh, listen, I had a good ride on my horse and my horse didn't kill me. You know, Shelly and I owned the Powderhorn Ranch for 13 years. And so we had people that were great riders people that weren't great riders. And we'd take them out on a horse and we'd match. And Shelly's a genius to match in horse personalities to humans, right? But we're talking about anthropomorphism here. The person would come back that was scared to death. And I'll tell you this, folks, if you're ever going to take your kid out for a ride, go up to the horse and people would push their kids at us and get them on a horse, get them on a horse. Do you know how much a horse weighs? Do you know yeah. how big a horse is? You, kneel, yeah. kneel in front of a horse and look up. That's what your kid sees. Exactly. So we have to de-escalate this because the kid's going, yeah. And the parents are like, ah. So uh, uh, we'd come back from the ride and go, how, how was your ride on, on Troy? How was that uh, ride? And they'd go, oh, it was amazing. It was like the horse knew my every move. You think the horse knew their every move or do you think <laughs> the horse was being a horse? The idea is the horse was being a horse, but you attributed certain facts yes. to those things yeah. to, to be able to have a, 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 a story you could tell. Like, like for example, well, what's the most common thing? Order out of cash. What's the most common thing that you hear when a person says, hey, uh, uh, a tornado is coming? What are they always equated to, Brian? Uh, they say train. it sounds like yeah, a train. train okay. Yeah. So, so what, what is that? That's the part of your brain that looks for file folders and says, if, then, so this is close to this, and therefore now that becomes my new reality. Now, whether it sounds like that or not, it doesn't matter because to the human, and then the first human says that, and the second one goes, hey, Jim, when he was talking about that in Iowa, do you see what I'm trying to say? And it becomes an urban myth, an urban legend that is greater than the sum of all the parts. So so that, you know, you, you, you brought up the, we, you know, we can't, we want to look for an explanation. And yep. so you do, like, and this is, this goes into, um, like, if you've never really like done good, like research before, right? Yeah. You're not always going to find the answer, right? And you have yep. to be comfortable not knowing everything and being able to say, this is what I can prove. Because so many of these have a lot. What do you know? Yeah, yeah. What can you prove? You're exactly well, right. Well, Great that, point, that's, that's the thing is that, so why do we jump to that? All right. So if I can't understand it and go, hey, look, I don't know. My simple brain says, I don't understand how this thing got here. Why do people then jump to, well, it's got to be from outer space. 
Like, Brian, how is it? Do why don't know? we go down a practical route no, 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 of, no, no. of no, let's do, see what, what what how do we make the puzzle piece fit before we go get a different puzzle? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, why why don't why do we do, do that? You know what the Fibonacci sequence is, Brian? This is the part. <laughs> this is the part for our viewers that I want it up on the screen so they can refer to it for what I'm about to say. Go no, on and so, explain that, please. Go on. Because no, that's how you got to do it. Be, be, because so, here here's the thing. I know you're bringing uh, that up just so you said we, we, the, I brought it up randomly. I think I was having a stroke at the time because I was trying to think of whatever I was trying to think of. You were speaking in tongues. And, and all I said, sudden, hey, there's a Fibonacci yeah. sequence. I was thinking of some other algorithm. People were clapping. And people went, you know, it's like Lois going 9-1. And yeah. then the other person said 9-11. Uh, no, no, Brian. So the, the idea is this, okay? Uh, egregiously uh, in, insane connections come into your brain when your brain uh, ends up on an empty Rolodex file folder. So I want you to think of the Rolodex, the old time thing that would go around and there were index cards yeah. on it and you could come to it to look for a cockroach cleaning, you know, carpet, uh, whatever. I'm hooked on a letter C according to, to my brain now. <laughs> yeah. But when, when you come up on a novel uh, uh, experience and, and remember how your brain takes things that all of a sudden there's all this imagery that's coming in and you have a smell and a scent and now it's trying right. to formulate it. If it goes to a file and it doesn't have one for the file, then that's extraordinary. That's unusual. That's novel. And so your brain has one of two choices. Either it's a fact, a bona fide thing, and you absolutely understand it, or it's this mythological beast that showed up and, you know, came. Uh, one, if you're watching television, uh, uh, don't ever watch it. Well, I'm going to get bad letters about that. There, there's uh, these shows out there about uh, uh uh, what do you call them? The uh, parapsychologists and all these people put together these things and they do interviews and they, they, they uh, have this guy, this shirtless Russian guy, no, not Putin, the younger guy. And he's laying on a couch and he's talking to his phone. This is his interview about something that he saw that was earth shattering. Remember, it's so important to him that he's got to post it, but he couldn't even put a shirt on. And he's talking about this gnome like woman that came out of the woods when he and his horse were taking turnips to the barn. Okay, so the whole thing was grainy, crappy, and the photographs yeah. moving around. One, all lies, one, you will fixate. Your, your visual field is the entire back of your head. You will orient. You will lock onto this thing because you got to go friend or foe. You got to go, am I going to yeah, fight this thing? Am I going to eat it? Am I going to make love to it? You get what I'm trying to say? So you're going through all of these uh, uh, categories, and you will never forget it. Why? Because it's so novel. And you're likely to go off the map trying to explain it because you don't have a rational explanation. So what's the opposite of rational? Irrational. You know, when we're talking about a congruent signal, we talk about incongruent signals a lot, but we never talk about a congruent, congruent signal, signal because they're normal. So normalized stuff goes by the wayside, but these novel things go way over. So can we, so if that happens and like I immediately jump to, okay, this is a Bigfoot or a garden gnome or something, yep. is that you, you say, if I don't have a file folder for that, but I, I feel like maybe you can have file folders, corrupt file folders implanted, right? So because yes. everything your brain takes in, a lot of times it doesn't understand the difference between uh, reality and, and fiction, right? So if you're it watching- It many times. Yeah, so exactly meaning right. you could watch a movie and- you're basically implanting file folders so your brain doesn't understand something. It will go to a memory or, or a scene or a sound yep. bite that may have been completely fictional, right? I mean, and, and it, you'll, it'll implant it. Is that what you're saying? Like it can take- Brian, I, I, I saw a Marine 
run from a roof. We were doing top down, bottom up house clearing. It was a very kinetic environment. And I saw a Marine and uh, I think it was a, what did you guys have back there? The 240 because it was swinging from his neck and he had uh, extra ammo and everything. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, 249, you're exactly yeah. right. I'm 249. So he's running for the end of the building and he took a dive off a building and fell what would be two stories. So that's 20 some feet, I would guess. I am no math magician and almost died. And the other Marine was ready to pick up and jump that, that building again. And, and I'm stymied. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Was he chasing? No, no, don't worry. I can do case, it. I just want to get an extra run. Or... Yeah, yeah, what it is is we were going uh, uh, in the bottom of one building, clearing the Up house, the then top, from the roof, going to the other over, yeah. other roof, you know? Yeah. And these were further apart than any of the other ones. And so the idea was that these Marines had this super uh, uh, imposed image that, listen, I can do this. That's not that far away. And now you've got the adrenaline and you've got the, you know, hey, combat and my life or death may hang in the balance. And now I got my buddies. I don't want to disappoint these Marines around. So this chemical cocktail is going through your brain and you believe you can do things. Now you've heard of things where a person uh, lifted a piano off the, an armadillo or somebody moved the, the buffer <laughs> of a car from a baby or whatever <laughs> yeah, else. It's, it's the same type of thing. One, most of those are lies. Two, yeah. that extraordinary uh, burst of energy and strength never happened. It was some other thing that happened to shift that car. But but we believe them. And why do we believe them? Because we have to have something to fill that space. We don't know what happened. The startle effect was there. We know that there was an effect, but we're not sure of the cause. And so therefore, we have to create something that's at least realistic enough for the cause. Now, listen, I, 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 I've never read anything about these, these flat earthers, but I can tell you how that starts. So if I came up to you and I said, listen, the reason that uh, that uh, planes fly in an arc when you see a globe uh, is because the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So having a parabola doesn't make any sense. And the reason is that the Earth is flat. It's actually a square. And, and that, you know, jives with wide space and stars. And if you turn it in this way, and you know what? If you do a good thing and you've got a band behind you and you've got an intro going, and now this guy coming in, you're going to have a dozen people in that audience believe you, yeah? And yes, those people yeah. want to send you money and now you've got – uh, somebody in Hollywood going, holy crap, we should do a 20-minute show on this, you know, yeah. and, and 10 minutes of commercials. I'm not saying it's fraudulent, Brian. I'm saying that there's gaps in our brain, and when we process information, it's just as likely we're going to take an unreasonable approach to it as we're going to take okay. a reasonable approach. And the more brightly colored and flashy and crazy, the easier it is to remember. Yeah, Novel so, things are easy to remember. So if if that's the case right because you brought up it's funny because you brought up the area 51 rods when i think it was on the x files didn't they always say that people people want to believe or something yeah, that was like their that's saying funny the show. their tagline yeah, um, yeah. yeah um but but it, but then why is it then when they come to that why do they why do we or anyone then resist uh any other contradictory information oh okay right? so, so that's like, a great and, question. And to to the point where it's not even they I, I won't even listen to it or you won't yes. even entertain something or so why do we just ne just automatically just tune out any any information that, okay, that contradicts one, our thoughts one uh we use terms like hero and expert and those type of things just colloquially wait yeah much. yeah okay and and uh, uh a, a great friend of archilochus back in the day uh very old and very greek uh said uh if everybody's a hero nobody's a hero and I want our folks to remember that because it, right. the more you use that, the more you try to define. So then I'll take something that happened uh, in the East. I'm thinking like by the Chappaquiddick, uh, Lake Chappaquiddick, 
which is all already famous for that uh, uh, Chappie, which is uh, the Loch Ness monster that comes uh, up in the lake. And some guy had a video Nessie. from the shoe phone. Yeah, yeah. So Loch Ness, but in Cha Chappaquiddick, it's Chappie. Got they it. actually have one, right? Oh, I didn't so, know they had a oh, American yeah, 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 yeah. counterpart, an American Honest cousin. God, they do. Aww. Look up Chappie. There's our next podcast. People call in now. Send us your photos. <laughs> but listen, Brian, this guy was out, and he took a photo, and here was this serpentine creature swimming in the water. So what he did is he controlled the perspective of his shoe phone video, yeah. sent it in, and said this creature was moving, and there's waves and everything else, and now you don't know scale. So it looks amazingly huge, and it's moving up river right towards the camera. The guys that debunked him, the item was still there. Yeah. There's a twig, and the twig is hanging off a bush, and there's a piece of plastic. And the wind in the water, and it's very small, it's maybe six inches long, is making it writhe in the water, giving it the serpentine look. So when you saw it, and you didn't have the border, and you could determine the scale and the size, and you knew that it was an optical illusion, that you knew that it was a, a uh, an optical illusion isn't as good as, as uh, 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 saying it's a cognitive illusion. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because your brain says, well, that's close enough, and it locks onto that, and it's hard to come off of that. Why? Because I saw that zoomed-in image. Now, people were shown these two videos next to each other, the actual and the other one, and they said, it's a cover-up. There's actually that snake, but the government came in and they tried to cover it up. Famous one in Russia. Uh, people are found, their, their faces were ripped off and their oh, bodies, yeah, and it was uh, back in the 50s, the, and, and it was that, that avalanche. That avalanche, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so all of the, the damage was consistent. Every single rational person that looked at it, but again, you've got, you've got different values in different parts of the country, different in intellect levels, different news media personalities that you trust or you don't. But they you, all feed into it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. They feed into confirmation bias, and we only want to believe what we want to believe. But, but you brought and up- And tend to look for those uh, pieces of evidence that only support our story. That's a big part of it too, Brian, because yeah, we don't that, want to consider your answer. We want to say, well, all of this information tends to show that I'm correct. And that's our ecosystem too. Right. And that goes into, I mean, people, uh, you know, um, false con convictions oh, yeah, on absolutely. crimes. Uh, wh false whether confessions, that's, you were about to say it. Yeah, Both of those but, are but, parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, more so just false conviction, even without someone confessing and not looking at outside evidence. But, but that goes into uh, the media does that to people. Um, we as a society do that to people. We jump on it and bash Coppers do that to people. Without, without seeing the full, full picture. But you brought in, I just want to break to the term you said is because is, it was a literal perspective of video, but perspective is a big one. Yes. And, and people talk about it and they're there's even, I saw a great one, actually, another one on LinkedIn yesterday, your buddy, uh, uh, Gary Klein, uh, responded yeah. to. Um, Klein's a genius anyway. Well, because someone said, hey, you know, we did this meta-analysis, this study, and, you know, we talk about taking other people's perspective in this, and they were saying, hey, that's actually not, these these researchers saying, well, it's like, well, that's actually not really a useful tool. And Klein got on there and was like, well, hang on a minute. Uh, yep. you're, you're not looking at the problem. So it was, it's interesting how, how those things go back and forth. Yep. And we do have those platitudes, but it's, it's a lot about perspective and our perspective can lead to that bias, right? And yes, I yes. So no, no, you're right on. And, and I, I think anybody listening to Brian right now, if you're at home, jot down on your, your yellow pad, force perspective, because Brian was talking about force perspective from uh, your perspective and then 
biased people telling you information that might not have scientific scrutiny behind it. But I'm telling you also that visually, because your visual field is such a large part of how you process Very small. Has anybody seen a postcard where somebody was holding up the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Has anybody seen a postcard where, well, what did they do? Some of the, the greatest filmmakers of all time used forced perspective. You have an object that's way in the back, an object that's close. Those happen all the time. As a matter of fact, there was a uh, ghost town that I went to, and I must have seen 10 museums in the ghost town. Calico? I've had experiences. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. And, you know, when you're going through there, all of the photos that they show of the ghost are a problem with one of two things, camera or the film, okay? Then I would add lighting, and I would see the finally thing perspective. And the fourth thing is if anybody's got to hold something up to you and go, look, look back there, look by the drapes and the look right in here. Now, what do you see there? If somebody's doing that to you, you're getting a huckster, you're getting a con man because they think they see it. And now they're trying to get you on board. If it was the thing, do you think you'd see it? Do you think if there was a ghost and a ghost came into your house, you would experience it? Now, now I'm in Rogue Manor West, which is 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 partially haunted, and and there's uh, Gimbal who will make himself known every once in a while. But I'm not sitting there going down to Lanny, my neighbor, and going, Lanny, you got to come up and see this. You know, the vertical book stacking uh, uh, incident. The the idea is that when we can't explain something, we create something. So a novel thing happened in the house. It's recurred a couple of times, and now it's Gimbal. Gimbal, the ghost of Christmas Path. And, and guess what? We, we know when the house was built, and we know all the people that lived there. And I've done the interviews with everybody that did all the construction here, and there's nothing there. So guess what? The only place it could have started is here, right. and the only person that can keep it alive is me. So I get Shelly to buy into it, and she goes, what's up? And I go, I saw something out of my periphery. It's got to be gimbal. Well, you see the amount of lighting that's in the room. And so the slightest thing, a bird flying by, snow falling yeah. off the roof, anything else, that, that makes something I have to account for. So now I have to attend to that item. And my brain doesn't want to burn calories because my brain's already come to the decision it's not dangerous. How yeah. do I know it's not dangerous? I didn't orient. My catecholamine group didn't start pumping out. You get what I'm trying to say? So the idea is that those things would have been triggers that it's real. And now your answer is going to be, yeah. But when I was in the woods, I got scared because I heard a sound I hadn't heard before. So what happened is now your sensory system opened up. And what do you think happens when my sensory system opens up? Things get bigger. Bigger, Time goes slower. And now my imagination picks. Well, okay, uh, uh, perfect way. You're going to pick that bear and turn it into a Bigfoot. The worst call on the street is a copper. And I, I only was a copper just under 30 years, folks. So I don't know much. But I'll tell you this, unknown trouble. You get a call, unknown trouble, okay? On the way to the unknown trouble, weep, 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 you know, you're going through traffic and everything else. You're going, baby with machete has killed mother. You're going <laughs> uh, paratrooping, yeah. trying to say it's, machine gunner at yeah. local high school. You don't know what's going on, so do-do-do-do. And you got the Jeopardy theme playing in the background, and you're ramping up, and you get there, and it's, uh, you know, a guy uh, backed over himself, had one of those. Uh, a kid, a uh, guy was an Avon uh, lady, Avon man. Uh, that was going up the door. The kid was in a car. Uh, kid stood on the, the steering wheel and was holding it while the guy left the car running. Somehow the kid put the perndle into her. And uh, as it was uh, backing up, he tried to jump out and pinned himself under the car. So oh, you think truth is always stranger than fiction. It right? is. So what I'm okay. trying to say, but I'm on the way to that call. And this was the guy's call on 911. So yeah, the yeah, dispatch yeah. sends it out as, okay, we need you know this and that. Well, guess what happens? Those gaps those fractures have to be filled in. 
And it doesn't mean that your brain is going to grab, your brain is going to grab like instances or things you've seen. And you said it. If you read a lot of comic books, part of that's going to be comic. If right. you see a lot of action movies, a lot of it's going to be action stuff. Have you ever had a friend that, that uh, spends a little too much time on the blue sites on the internet? And every time you go to Denny's, he goes, hey, that waitress is making eye contact with me. Yeah. No, no, she's <laughs> right. not. You get what I'm trying to say? Are you mean the one with the lazy eye? Uh, uh, you see what I'm saying? You can turn that misinformation or the lack of credible information or just a lack of total information, you can turn that into something. Well, then, then how do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how do I, how do I counter that? Because it, to me, when I, cause I, I bash on flat earthers cause it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, I love maybe, it actually. Now I'm, maybe I'm, not, I'm resolved to look it up. Yeah. Maybe not the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but certainly one of them not today. And, and, and the great links that they go through to, yes to say hey this is no this is a legitimate way to look at the world uh but but anyway and i, I go to that but but i also i bash on them knowing that i we all are a flat earther in a way right with our yep. own thoughts or beliefs right? we, we have can, something we can all do that it, it can happen all of yep. us so because you brought up a great one about about truth being stranger than fiction yep. uh it is i mean ask people that have traveled even just tra traveled around the, been around the world they're like look man i i i've seen some weird crazy stuff that yep. happens and there's a logical explanation and it's always more it's it's it you know it's always crazier than 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 the uh the stephen king novel actually yep. a lot of times you know what i'm saying like you when you see what happens in real life uh yeah that's where those stories come from but but uh how do i how do i counter that right how do i counter that effect of 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 falling into that trap of going down yep. that rabbit hole of only looking at my own beliefs or 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 reconfirming uh, what my already suspicions were. How do I counter that? What's a, what's a way to balance that in my everyday so life? Let me throw this out. Let me throw out something that we talk about in in uh, uh, terms uh, of self defense and uh, situation awareness and human behavior pattern recognition analysis a lot, but we don't really go into much detail in it in this uh, 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 type of analysis. Um, if you think of the gift of time and distance. It will make you safer because you're going to make better uh, uh, critical thinking decisions at precise moments. So uh, very simple, hold out your hand, try to cover the incident with your thumb. Remo's rule of thumb says that if you can cover the entire car on a traffic stop, people in a market, anything else, then you're going to, or the chemical spill, you're going to give yourself enough time to analyze that and go, it looks like this. And I think it's this. But what else could it be? Now, I'm not saying that you have to create an explanatory storyline in the heat of battle. I'm talking about in situations where you have time, like many of these that we're talking about, the ghost and Mr. Chicken, the uh, uh, organ upstairs is playing in the haunted house. If you slow time down, and if you take a look at it, there's likely a rational explanation. And I'll give you one. And it's always about stuff that scares us to our core. And it goes back to life and death decisions. So I'm a supervisor on the road, and I get a call. And it's an old Italian family. And I go there and there's candles up all over the house. And it's like two in the morning. And the great grandmother died. And it's a horrific event. And everybody's crying. Everybody's wearing black. And she's been there all day. This is now the time they've called. So we have to make sure that there's no signs of foul play. Then the coroner comes. Then other things like the funeral home. So I go. And it's a very small uh, uh, bedroom in the north part of our town. And uh, uh, not here, uh, back back in Michigan, doesn't matter, I guess. And then uh, walked in, sat down. And so I do a couple of things that I do at a, at a potential crime scene. And there's no uh, indices that there's anything other than this poor old woman passed. 
do a couple of interviews with the people. They're all broken up. They say the things, take a couple of photos so I can, you know, remember it if I have to testify later. And I go back in the room and I'm catching up on my log, waiting for the coroner to show up. We're going to jive and then call for the folks, the, the, the uh, funeral home. Uh, as I'm there, the female continues to move. Now, here we've got a mid-90s female. Uh, she's laying on a bed. They've oh, got her covered up to the, the waist with the heaviest blankets, you know, because she's a frail little thing, the wonderful woman. And she's got her hands crossed on her stomach. They've got candles in the room. And she's laying back with her eyes closed. So first, the one hand moves. Okay, then both hands move. Now both hands move down to her sides and then all of a sudden onto the bed. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, what's the first thing? And I want to ask you, first thing is I'm getting pumped. What an elaborate set that they got all of these people in this room to buy into it, pick the house, and all my other fellow coppers are in on it and I'm being filmed right now. So what I'm trying to do is hold it together because inside I'm going, you know, should I stay or should I go? First of all, do I have to shoot a demon because all the goddamn vampire movies I saw, this poor woman is now becoming this thing where I'm seeing, and all of a sudden I can see the bed move and she's moving and the clothes is moving. So I get up and I look around and I go, this is the most ridiculous thing. I walk out. I have to give myself the gift of time and distance. I have to change my perspective. So I go up to the one person that's standing closest to the door, watching my every move, thinking I'm going to look for these signs. And I said, Hey, what gives? And he goes, Oh, you know what? Uh, We've been giving her bicarbonate of soda all day long because she has dyspepsia. She said that her stomach was bothering her. So when I go back in the room, I watch for just a minute, and her stomach is expanding. She's dead, and as oh, she's deceased, her stomach dear. acid and the gases in her yeah, body are building. Still, it's still her mouth is closed. Everything yeah. is closed. And what's happening is her stomach isn't expanding. And guess what? That caused her hands to move, then fall down to her sides. That caused her clothing oh, to move geez. and the bed sheets to move. But Brian... Oh, in yeah. here, she was coming back to life, yeah. and it was a That's, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, well, exactly. Do you understand what you're, I'm saying? You're doing so the, I knew it. I knew I, I, I got to put another one in. I'm shivers. Even, even when you think exactly. they're dead, you're supposed to shoot them again. I'm getting shivers <laughs> thinking about that story because yeah. in that small room, as quiet as it was, and nobody but crying and the candle smell and everything else, I still, to this day, and that memory is 35 years old now, I still to this day can feel that and feel sorry for what I thought about that woman because I was going to put two to the head and one to the chest. And, 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 Brian, I'm telling you I think that's that life is around, full of experiences. Way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, mine, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, to poke out my own eyes so I didn't have to see it. That's an irrational thought. But, but you get my idea is that, that sometimes we see things and our brain makes comparisons because it doesn't have uh, uh, the experience to draw on the scientific answer. I would tell you to wait just nanoseconds to a few seconds and consider alternative hypotheses because one of them is probably much more likely. And I would also say that sometimes people do have fun. There are people that are members of your flat earth society because they want to call another person an asshole and this is the way to do it. There are people that just are having fun and it's a group to join. But there are people that have an amazing, you know, know, uh, retreat every quarter yes, or, yeah. where they go to but, Tampa. But there are those people <laughs> like, yeah, that are believers. You know? but, okay. All right. So, so, you know, one, we talked about the, the, our feeling or need to explain things. Right. And sometimes yes. we go to the absurd and yes. we'll implant those file folders and go, Oh my God, we'll rush be... to an unreasonable conclusion. Okay. You're exactly right. Okay. So then if that, if we have a tendency where people can do that or fall into that, well, why do then we still have a hard time? Because you sent me an article earlier this week of the two, they were off duty, 
a police officer sitting in a diner eating and a guy walked in with a gun and a mask and started robbing the place and then it still took okay, him a so minute to go so why why do perfect tie in perfect so why tie-in. do we then do that so here but, here you got two coppers first of all what you got to do is you got to put a scale uh, yeah, somewhere because this is the opposite a, end of yeah, it right where we're, we're talking the raising cane uh, scenario folks there's a there's a restaurant called raising cane and there's two married coppers that are off duty having a having a dinner at raising cane Guy comes in, guy's wearing gloves, guy's wearing one of those masks that you wear because of the coronavirus, and walks straight up to the counter. And guess what? Brian, the reason I'm saying having a scale, making sure that we look at it through a perspective lens, not a not a straw, is that nobody but the robber and the counter person were cued in at that point. Now, right. you had two coppers that weren't very close, but they saw what was going on, and they were ahead of everybody else. They had more on yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And both of them were trying to talk themselves out of it. And yep. I guarantee the conversation went like this. Oh, this ain't happening. Oh, this guy ain't robbing the place. That's what we do. So, so anybody with experience, and yeah, you would have done yeah, that no, same I've, thing. I got, like, I, I've been in those You would have sat there and said, like, no, there's this, no way. Because the next thing that's going to happen, if this is a robbery, is that guy's going to do this. And there go the hands. Well, I'll be a son. Now you're talking across the counter. And Shelly and I would do this all the time. We did as many felonies off duty as we did on duty captures. I'd be going, okay, so you're going to follow them because they're not going to expect a woman. I'm going to call 911 and I'm going to tell the counter person not to touch anything. So, Shell, when you go out, are you going to go right or left? Well, it depends on him. Yeah, I got it. But are you going to go right or left? I'll go right. I'll go left. Okay. So if I say Mr. Jones really loud, that means you kneel down. We have this whole running yeah, dialogue yeah. going on. And we would think afterwards that it took 15 minutes. Guess how long that takes? Boom. Because you have a plan. So here's the one good thing. Shout out to those coppers. They did yeah, have yeah, a plan. Yeah. Here's the bad thing about that situation. It took till this and all that other stuff. Why? Because denial. Denial comes into your brain and says, I don't want to burn any calories on this situation unless it's absolutely dangerous to me. Why? Because we've evolved past the saber-toothed tiger biting your neighbor on the head and dragging him into a cave. So evolution has actually de-evolved our ability to sense danger and to say that's enough. You got to draw a line in the sand, Brian, and you got to say yeah. at this point, it's likely that this is a robbery and it's a robbery in progress. So now we're going to split up and take different points. Look, I love they didn't contact the guy in the store, but I'm I'm not sure I love the fact that they chased him down outside in the dark uh, uh, in civilian clothes. I mean, you but know, we, that that's good, rushing into you know, tactical patients and, and everything we talked about. But but that's uh, so. Is it a form, would you call it, would it be fair to articulate it almost as a form of denial on both sides, right? Meaning, yes. okay, this must be Bigfoot. I can't see any other explanation, but where, now, I, this was an uh, example I brought up, but how many people in that restaurant didn't notice it, never thought, well, it must just be this. It and must read just be the article the like, next but, day. But, but that's the said, other Wait thing. a minute, I was there that day. So exactly. some people go to the extreme, meaning, well, it, it must be something completely uh, absurd or extraordinary. Yep. But, but then other people go to the, no, it must, oh, it must just be what it seems. That yes. person's only wearing that mask because they're sick. You, you get what I'm saying? It's almost yeah, like you a see something, you, so, you see something strange in everything. You're always, you know, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. So, so it's all, it's yeah, like, okay. So, so you have to, you know, you got, why, why is it that, is it a form of denial on either, on either side? Yes, right, where I yes but let's, let's make sure we define that further. So let's go back to your Fibonacci sequence. There's a thing, <laughs> and I don't know the name of it, and uh, folks are going to hate me because if you look it up online, you'll be able to find it in just a minute. But I'm not online other than doing podcasts and stuff. Um, there's a thing where uh, if you take, and, and it's a scientific fact, if you take all the number of uh, stars that are likely in our universe, and if yeah. you expand that and you yeah. look out and you say, this is a amount of life that's here, 
you will come to a thing saying, well, there's probably life on this many planets elsewhere, right? Yeah, or statistically so can, speaking, yeah. there, there has to be some form of life yes. somewhere else, right? Just so that's in column one. Due to, the, due to the sheer number of galaxies. Precisely. Right? Okay. So yeah. put, that, put that study in number one. Now, number two is they use the term unidentified flying objects, and now there's a new one. There's a new one. Unidentified underwater objects or whatever. Yeah, there's a couple. They call they, it something they, else now. Yeah. But in Lake Granby in Colorado, there's an entire UFO uh, uh, city that's down below there. That's oh. one of the things that's happening. You get what I'm trying to say? And, and it's there to make money to come and go, hey, is this where the UFOs start from? Yeah, nothing that there's an air base down the road, right? And they're testing stuff. But the idea yeah. is that that same logic that got us to number one, the unidentified flying objects, there's a statistician out there. And the statistician says, listen, out of all of these things, this number, 170,000 reports of, of flying saucers, we were able to say 135,000 of them were definitely airplanes. We were able to say that 25,000 of those were weather balloons, 10,000 were swamp gas brought on by, you know, excess cow methane and, and barometric pressure. But we can't account for 1,311 of those. Well, Greg, so it's got to be. But, gotta yeah, be. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. it, it's my yeah. head, okay? But yeah. the idea is, again, graft it out in your own brain. I don't give a damn what the numbers are. But yeah. the idea is, at the end of the day, Brian, those ones that are unaccounted for, that person goes, there you go. That's my proof. My proof <laughs> is that you couldn't explain it. So just uh, as logically to them that there's got to be, you know, some plants and fam, you know, ice uh, with, uh, you know, liquid water that has amoebic life, and that could form – just as likely as that is the fact that you can't disprove the fact that these are unidentified. And, and that's what they rest their hat on, Brian. And you're going to get people that do that. Listen, when, when I had to come to Colorado, and Colorado is different than Detroit. I know it doesn't seem as though it is. <laughs> and I had to come from mainstream Colorado to the middle of nowhere, Colorado. And I got to meet some people that lit like uh, there's whirling disease and chronic wasting disease. So sometimes I would have to go back to a ranch or a farm that had been there since the, the uh, mid 1800s, you know, and talk to somebody about it. And, and uh, they had a different way of explaining a lot of the things that were <laughs> happening, Brian. And, and uh, you know, it's like putting a mustard plaster on that. You'll, you'll straighten right out here, put some backy, you know, tobacco on it. And you yeah, those things are still out there. And in the information age, because we're bombarded with the thought of these other things, Sometimes we pick one and, and I'm telling you, the brain will race to an unreasonable conclusion just because it's got to make order out of chaos and can't move forward without doing that. So filling that blank file uh, uh, folder is essential to humans. And so therefore, whatever's handy, even this egregiously wrong uh, uh, scenario with the Bigfoot is going to fit that file folder. And guess what? I'll come back to it. You ever see this thing with the repressed memories? There's a whole movie about it. Oh. Where people went to Alaska well, and everyone got probed. Yeah. How much is in a human ass that all of these people <laughs> had this joint probing? Do you get what I'm trying to say? What? And I know exactly. I've got some experience, but yeah, my, my yours point is, is relatively that, new. Um, three years. But but I, I want you to think about that for a minute. If we were talking about what is up there that's so important to alien it, cultures, it has something to do with time travel. I'm sure. Do you get what I'm saying? But uh, but Brian, that's what I'm telling you. Is I'm saying be suspicious when when there's no fact based data set to follow it up. Be suspicious when people are asking questions and and trying to point to what you should believe out of an argument. If if an argument, uh, you know, I, I go to math. Uh, uh, I can go to Germany. I can go to Japan and. You know, talk mathematics, uh, clearly not my number sets, but no. uh, the Fibonacci sequence is the same. Uh, <laughs> we can go to a place and, uh, you know, everybody understands the concept of snow 
or uh, ice or right. fire or water. Uh, so I say stick with those common factors. Uh, it's likely that if it's something new, everybody will know it's new and it'll be so novel that you won't get a shaky picture of it. Somebody will stand there, even if they die, even if they die at the scene to show you this thing. Uh, for example, uh, it's novel in California, Brian, for those mudslides to take a house down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do or do not, people stand for hours oh, with their cameras to get that, that thing going yeah. down because it's so amazing to our brain. Are any of those cameras shaky footage? Think about the, the sinkholes, you know, uh, think about a dam exploding. People will stay there and wait till Godzilla steps on their head. No, to it's, show you, you that get they so, yeah, you get, that's, those are same, the same concept between all these people that are dying every year, taking selfies because they're yes. falling off a cliff or something. Yep. It's so incredibly important to what they're doing and so enthralled by and it. And none of them are until the very end when they're screwed. Well, yeah, when they're going down probably. But, but I mean, that's. So that's, it's interesting how, you know, we don't always like, we always have to use the terms likely or yes. unlikely, uh, even with that, that current project where people keep talking about intent and we have to say, well, it's likely intent, um, because it may be Precisely. something else. So because you have more to, factors tend to show that it's likely than yeah, others. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, and I, but a lot, but a lot of people don't like that, right? We want a definitive answer. I want it to be black and white. I want yes, yes. or no. And, and it, when you have to get into it and articulate something, it's like, this is what I saw. This is what I can prove. Here's what I think is likely occurring. Right. Not, Study Oh, I physics. know it's this. Study yeah. physics because physics is the closest thing to HPPRNA that, that you can get. And I will tell you this, Brian, and, and this is a, a great thing for anybody that was watching or listening to this episode to think about uh, how many times have we seen a parent on there going, my son or daughter couldn't have done this. There is no oh, way yeah. my son is responsible for this. We all know it is that ability to distance yourself from an, your own family member is emotional. It has nothing to do with science. It's chemical. It's a chemical, it's oxytocin coming in and saying, I love this person so much that I'm willing to, to believe all other art alternatives other than the person is guilty, Sue, right? Sue, Sue Klebold is still yes. getting paid, yes. going on speaking tours, talking about she never thought her son would be the one to shoot up Columbine. We exactly. did this. We asked him about guns. He knew he yep. couldn't have guns in this house, and we it's ran It's not him. Shit. It was his part. So and, listen, and, okay. And she's still doing yep. it, still getting paid when yes. you do it, and people are going, but oh, wow, this is an it. amazing talk. But be, uh, people listening to her are believing it. She would pass she a lie detector well, test because she believes it. And but what did she say? Tainted. What did she say when she heard the news reports? We know what she, she said. She said, I am. And exactly. I hoped he killed himself before he killed more people. Okay. Exactly. But now you're going around saying, well, no, we had these rules. Look, and it's hard and you can't know. And we weren't, we weren't sure. And we had all these rules in place and it, it just, you're going that never, you know, never accepting her part of responsibility. And I know that comes into it as humans. We but don't it, want to accept responsibility for her. Right. And she never will. And if no. she watches this episode, she'll get a lawyer and she'll say, this is bullshit. And, 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 and she won't see the forest for the trees. So Tobias R. Uh, in in uh, a small place outside of Frankfurt, Germany yesterday, uh, killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And the news media wants us to believe that this quiet loner uh, that lived in an apartment with his mother gave no signs. And Brian, I will call horse shit on yeah. that right now in every such article. Why do we do that? We do that because we can't believe that Jeffrey Dahmer lived next to us. We cannot believe that Dylan right. and Eric Harris spent two years planning Columbine right under our noses when we ate dinner with them. 
What you don't understand, folks, is they're not that same person in that environment. When their cup was full, they decided it was time and rage was going. But before that, they had good times. They went to a movie. They went yeah. bowling. They decided to have dinner. They didn't just, you know, uh, uh, turn into this this maleficent human that hated everybody because then we would have known him. We would have said, that's the ass that lives above me. But here... This guy had pages and pages of a manifesto that were posted. He had videos of him saying why he was right. going to do it. He told everybody how he hated it and which countries and everything else. But guess what? Nobody put the dots together, Brian. So here, when we have evidence staring us in the face that this is the most likely person that's going to do it. And in Germany, they had two other such incidents in the last year that were in the same vein. We failed to want to look at it. You know, we'll have a fire drill, Brian. Well, we don't want to have an active shooter drill. Uh, we will pay for armor guard and armed guards, but we won't pay for a little bit of uh, uh, training to be able to see incongruent signals and determine danger. No, and and we'll we'll teach a, a kid not to play with matches, but we won't teach him how to spot someone who's having difficult in their difficulty in in, in yeah. their social interaction with humans and not being able to fit and in commit and it's going to commit or or yeah or lash out or lash in yes. no no you're it, exactly it, right and, harm and, is harm nonetheless yeah and so that that goes on that's again i know that's on the the denial phase um yep. and we we don't want to believe it but it is because so, you you brought up a, a number of examples of those people and i because it always brings me back to it was um was it Elliot? Was it Kip Kinkle? I keep for why do I keep figuring or Elliot Roger uh, with the Starbucks in photo? No, in Elliot. The photo. Elliot, Elliot when Elliot he's Roger. doing his manifesto, you remember it's in his car and he's sitting he's got there the trying Starbucks. to the, yeah, yeah. It's right in front of him, right in front and, of him. Right? And and that and that's the thing. It's like you you're you're standing in a Starbucks. That yep. person's sitting on their laptop writing the manifesto right next to you. This is how it works. They're not. Yep. They're not going. I mean, it that it's it's uh. It, it, difficult to detect but not really if you're paying attention right so you brought so, kip kinkle up so kip yeah, kinkle had a, a, no no but it's important to talk about it kip kinkle yeah. had a, a, a folks for your remember we always assign homework go back and look up kip kinkle but brian uh kip helped his mom carry the groceries upstairs uh from her parked car then shot her in the head with a 22 and rolled her in a blanket waited till dad came home dad was on the phone saying i'm at wit's end don't know what to do with the kid everything else waited till he came up the stairs walked in the kitchen and sat down then shot him, then went on with the date that he had planned with his friends to play video games, video games until the next morning when he went to school to do the shooting. Once you have uh, 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 gone down that path and, and you, there's some bells that you can't unring, are you telling me that his kids that were there with him didn't know a difference? They couldn't see that something was going – the idea is denial. You don't want to see it. They were there to play a game. They weren't there to talk to Kip about his last arrest. They weren't there to say, hey, where's yeah. mom and dad? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So the idea is you willfully absenting yourself from facts and knowledge is no excuse for you believing in stupid things that's or, or the, you acting in a stupid manner. But that's similar to even someone who's, you know, I've read a lot about it. I don't know how much it's, you know, but it, when people go to decide to commit suicide, right? They're having a horrible time. Everyone knows yep. they're depressed. They're feeling down, right? If people are trying to help them or whatever, then all of a sudden one day they're just, hey guys, how's it going? You know, hey, how you doing? Happy as a, you know, they're just happier than ever look like they're doing great because they made that decision they have their plan and they they're already going to initiate it so 
I don't have a care in the world, right? It, it's it's and that can happen sometimes. It's just the opposite end of that that Kip Kinkle uh, uh, case, right? But but it's that still that that behavioral change and and what's it, out it's there. It's the incongruency. So somebody's going to tell you, hey, can you put that on a yellow pad for me? Can you uh, laminate it so I have a check in the box? No, because humans are unique little snowflakes, and every one of us has our our differences and our peccadillos and so, our, our our fantasies. So in other words, don't look for the individual signals in everybody. Look for the uh, 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 incongruent signals in the person right in front of so, you. So you you brought up, and I don't remember if it was on a podcast or just when we were on the road the other week, um, when we talk about, you gave the Krispy Kreme donut analogy, yep. right? So you at the- at yeah, the, We were at driving. The, yeah. And, at the, and at, in horrible weather. And the, at the base of it is that that same basic donut that comes out. Then Everyone's what do we do the same. It? Everyone's the same. Then we put uh, sprinkles on it, or we put chocolate or vanilla frosting. Or we stretch on it, it longer, or, or we, do, we yeah. take just a hole, or we put it in the shelf, or we put it on there, or they're day old, and there's a special category. They and, all and come so, up the same, right? So my point is, with all these, we get wrapped. Uh, the media and society, and all of us, we yep. get we get wrapped around those details. Well, look at what yep. look at what sprinkles you add on them. See that I told you those ones are bad ones. Those aren't good, right? And and it's it's deeper than that. That's all that to get that gets into the, the politics and religion, and that's all after the fact exactly. of this baseline. And we're finding evidence to fit in each market rather than taking a look at just a big picture. And and Brian, I I, I will tell you the words of a great dear friend of mine, the VP of operations for uh, Arcadia Cognorati. That says, that's, if that's you me. find me dead in my office, please delete my browser <laughs> history. <laughs> so I know it's nothing to laugh about, but that's the first that's thing. What that's a good friend first, would do. Delete my browser history. Yeah, you don't. We don't want. I don't want. I don't want the family finding out what was going on there. That wouldn't nope. be good for anyone. Well, <laughs> what a note to uh, kind of great gut punch there, Brian. Yeah, Thank you. really wrap it up um, on there. Uh, I, I thought maybe you were uh, getting now. You know what? We all make up, mistakes. Uh, we all make cream. mistakes, and and we all uh, project. And we, we transmit our intentions. Everybody telegraphs what they're going to do before they do it. If anybody tells you they don't, they're full of beans and they just haven't had the right amount of training. And you're not going to get it from reading a book. You're going to get it from going out and getting some in-person training and then doing the, the, the walkabout. You're going to have to go and do an urban training exercise where a mentor or a coach takes you through it and shows you how to do it. And then uh, after a couple of times, scales fall from your eyes and you'll be able to do it on your own. Brian, those coppers that were in that gosh darn restaurant, they knew something was up and nobody else did. And they did great stuff. And that's what I'm trying to say is their training yeah. helped them figure out that the guy coming in with the gloves and a mask on <laughs> probably wasn't delivering the, the uh, who stole a Tishka. He was probably going <laughs> to rob the joint. And, and just that warning, Brian, gives us the gift of time and distance. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think that might be a, a good one to kind of, or a good God only to, knows. To I didn't know we on. were going to do the Flat Earth Society. They're probably going to sue us too. Uh, they should. I, I mean, go for sure. it. Thank you. Well, they can have the jacket. I, yeah, I'm not wearing what a, pants, so they can only they have gonna, half of my outfit. I don't, I don't know what they're going to get out of it, but uh, that and there's nothing to sue us for. Uh, they're clearly in the Good wrong. Point. So uh, don't don't buy into don't don't Brian's buy into not that. biased, folks. They're assholes. The, oh God, I just I, I think it's sad that that we we have to it's we have to have no, that discussion. It's, that but you're right, Brian. Come going up and back go, to being serious, it, it's just like, like having the you know a lottery ticket as your uh, retirement fund. Uh, listen, you're going to believe a bunch of stuff, but. Uh, uh, that don't happen very it, often. But if we get to sit here and accept, oh, we don't have to accept certain principles, then then oh, then anything's up for grabs, right? Then nothing exactly. matters, or 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 anything could. Hence be made the browser up. history. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. That's what I was just trying to make a correlative effect there. Uh, thanks. Appreciate that.
All right. Um, thanks to our listeners for being yeah, loyal. We thanks, love you. everyone. Don't forget, training changes behavior. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you would like some more information about what we talked about today, you can head to the Left of Greg Patreon site where we've added some more information about what we discussed as well as some examples of how you can practically apply some of the lessons learned. Please remember to tell your friends about the show and follow us on Facebook at HBPRA. Thanks again and be safe.